Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, fish-slappingest, gum-walliest, greganingest... Cuddly virginist? Cuddly virginist. <laughs> recap of uh, The Bachelorette ever. That's right. That's what we are. Um, uh, did you hear about the greganing? Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard there's something about to happen, which we've kind of, you know, it's it's been a long time coming. We've been teased with this, and it's just like, well, something bad is going to happen with either Greg or Blake. And since Blake is being basically set up by the producers to win the whole thing, um, it seems like Greg, who is perpetually sad and insecure, is probably going to have some sort of a meltdown or say, I'm sorry, Katie, I just can't do this anymore. I'm not built for reality TV. And then mope off into the sunset. I'm trying to find exactly. There was like a. Hold on. So there's like this thing that happened on Reddit. Um, and it was just like, apparently like a bunch of people posted about Greg, like a million times, like at the same time. And they called it like the Greganing, which is also like another thing, but is also a reference to this. And I was trying to find that, um, but I can't find it. It was just like a, it was just like a quick mention on the bachelorette Reddit, uh, subreddit. And it was just like. Yeah, so were you here for the Greganing? Um, <laughs> so that was kind of fun, I guess. Um, so, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I I would love it if, because I really don't think Greg is good. <laughs> I just, like, don't like him. I will never like him. You can't make <laughs> me like him. So let's talk about, let's talk about his uh, date and the one-on-one that he got. And also how delusional Brandon is, because why did he think he stood any kind of a chance, sir? I yeah, I ooh, Brandon, Jesus. <laughs> I thought Katie was gonna see him and be like, wait, who are you? <laughs> I don't remember you. Uh but anyway, uh we get so we get this is like, you know, where the rubber meets the road. We're about to hit hometowns and shit's getting real. And my favorites are gone, so I don't mm. care anymore. But you got okay. Greg. Justin's still here. Um, but he won't be forever. <laughs> uh, makes me sad. Because <laughs> uh, what are we going to do without his eyebrows? I don't want to know a world without Justin's eyebrows. Mm. I don't yeah. think you do either. So well, It'll be depressing, I'll tell you that much. Oh, God, he's really just so great. Anyway, so... And he's like, I feel like he's one of the most interesting men in the house, and we never really get to hear him talk. No, we really it's don't. Unfortunate. Uh, anyway, maybe paradise. But so Greg gets the one on one, and um, they do like that, like the hometowns. It was weird because they did like a hometown date, like they did on Tasha's season. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's but it wasn't actually hometowns week. The like the right. prelude to hometowns hometown date. Which this is was like a you're bizarre. going to hometowns, Greg date. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just so strange. So she's like, all right, we're going to do the best of Seattle and eat gum off a wall and mm-hmm. um, throw fish and eat oysters and um, 
smack all the uh, fairy lights that are hanging up with uh, with your big fish when you throw it. That's fun. We love to do that. Yeah, I don't know. This whole, I don't know. This whole date was just like cringe to me. <laughs> like, it's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's also one of those where it's like, well, I mean, part of it is because like Katie, this is the funniest part. The producers want Blake to win. Katie wants Greg to love her. And now it comes down to what's going to happen. Is Greg going to stop moping and play the game and just walk away with an easy victory? Or is Greg going to implode, ergo allowing Blake to just waltz away easily because that's what the producers want? And this is like one of the laziest dates I have ever seen contrived for The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. It's just, come on. Yeah. Come on. It's interesting that you think they want Blake to win. Oh, 100%. It's the Blake show. I think they just put Blake on because he's stupid. Well, I mean, that too. He's a giant moron. (laughs) Um, but you know, just, behind like, that blockhead is a heart of gold. I maybe uh, I com- don't know. He, he waltzes in week five. He gets all this special treatment. Come on. I true. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just okay. So the only person I like. Well, okay. There's only two men I like right now at this point in the game who are here, and that's Justin and Dad Michael. That's mm-hmm. it. The end. That's it. End of list. Uh. So anyway. Um, they do all the, yeah, Seattle Dady stuff. Um, Andrew's talking about how he's worried. And for some reason, Brendan doesn't take that as his cue to also be worried because Andrew actually seems to have a shot. Mm-hmm. So Brendan, what are you doing, man? So that was interesting. Come on, um, Greg, ah, he's just like every floppy headed asshole, floppy haired, mm-hmm. floppy headed. No, I'm going to keep <laughs> floppy headed. My boy's got like, a head full of flop. He's, he's just like, I feel like I'm in high school when I'm around you. And I'm just like, uh, I mean, we've all, I, I don't know. I shouldn't say we've all, no universal statements. That's bad. I know as a woman who, uh, who has dated men, I have dated men like this as for sure. And you think they're like cool and mysterious and interesting. And then you just realize it's just cause like, they're not thinking about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're like, on, oh, you don't. don't have ideas. Well, and even in the grand scheme of dumb men, uh, of which we've had many on this season, including, uh, you know, blockhead Blake himself, at least I know things about Blake, you know, Blake's yes. dumb. Like he's a big hunk of meat, beefcake moron, but he does animal stuff. He has yeah. passions. He has interests. Tell me one thing about Brendan that not that we've learned from like his bio on, you know, on the bachelorette.com, but that what, what has been revealed about Brendan throughout this season? All I know was from the intro, uh, fireman hockey dude, Canadian. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's all I know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, someday. Blake is going to be starring in Firewatch 2, and that'll be fun to play. <laughs> I'm very excited about that game. Um, yeah, like, I feel like, and it's also like, like I said, Justin, I don't feel like we know that much about. We know he's very artistically talented, obviously has like a very solid job, too, because he's like mm-hmm. got one of those fancy job titles, like investment analyst systems person or whatever and you're like wow that sounds sexy um so it's like wow you have like probably a very well-paying job and Mm -hmm. you're super talented and 
I feel like we're just scratching the surface with you and that you probably have a lot of super interesting things to say. But with Brendan, yeah, you just don't feel it <laughs> at all. No, not and at with all. and with Greg, it's also like that. You know, I don't even okay. Is it just me? I didn't remember that he also lost his dad. Brendan did I did? just forget? No, what? Greg. Oh, Greg. Um, I I think that was revealed oh, to us. That was oh, on or- their outdoor date, wasn't it? When he's just like, Yeah, I yeah. can put up a tent, and then you're like, No, you can't. Yeah, he didn't lead with dead dad. She was just like, my dad's not around. He's like, my dad's not around either. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. I I forgot. See, that's how forgettable Greg is. Um, And he's just like, and he's like, you slapped me with a fish and that's love. And like, they seem like they're very goofy and cutesy together. And that's usually an indication of who wins. Whoever's mm. like the goofiest and cutesiest is usually who wins. Like think about, I mean, I always think about Sean and Catherine because that was kind of like when I noticed the start of that pattern. But like Ashley and JP, may they rest. I'm so sad about the end of that relationship. Um, but they had a good long run. Or like yeah. Tisha and Zach, you know, he just gave her SH all the time. So that's kind of, I think, a good a good indicator that things are, yeah, going well with them. Um but yeah, I just feel like outside of that, he kind of gave us nothing. And even when they have these like serious talks, like, yeah, he's talking about his dad and he's just kind of like, oh, shucks, you know, I'm falling for this girl and I'm going to introduce her to my family. Like, oh, golly, that's going to be swell. And then she gives him a rose, you know, and you're like, OK. Um, and then they're like, and then they're like, fake rain, go make out. And I was just yeah. like, she's like, I really ugh. I'm just like not happy about it. Um, (laughs) Here's okay. I'm going to read you something from from Reddit (laughs) uh, called the Tyler Cameron effect. And I think this is um, unfair to Tyler Cameron. I'm going to start by saying that. Okay. Um, I feel like there's a Tyler Cameroning of Greg happening before our eyes. Like everyone decides to love one hot white man. By the way, this is from Libby lol on Reddit. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, decides to love one height, one hot white man every season. And then he gets the most followers and clout from the season. Tyler Cameron is the one who comes to mind as the main example of this, but maybe it happened before him. I also think of Ben from last season, but not to the same extent as Tyler Cameron. Mm-hmm. I don't even have anything against these men or I might, but I won't mention it because I don't want to even trash talk about anyone uh i just find it interesting how everyone clings to one guy and is obsessed with him i guess because he's cute and not immediately a huge jerk anyway thoughts i like greg so far fyi (laughs) um this was like maybe a week oh no this post a month ago um i think that that's like such a disservice to tyler cameron because like tyler like did everything for his family and like knows how to build stuff and is like Tyler, Patrick Tyler Swayze like if anything Tyler is is like he's aspirational he's what yes. every schlubby white man like me goes you know what if I get to the peak of white guy mountain that's that's what you are Tyler's right there at the top. <laughs> he's at the top uh and maybe not the the smartest guy but damn it he's got a good heart and he and he tries hard he works hard he's a good dude Greg on the other hand is not aspirational Greg is very almost relatable. Like he, most people, most normal functioning adults would not do well 
on The Bachelorette because it's weird. And yeah. Greg is succeeding despite the fact that he's like, this sucks, I hate it. And he's honest and open about it. He doesn't try and hide it. Because again, no. most guys try and hide how weird and shitty everything is. Um, and he's, so there's, there's an honesty to what he's doing, but also, you know, that can be off-putting as well, as I know it is for you, because he's just like, and, yeah, <laughs> you know, I just, yeah, I really, I'm like, oh, how are people falling for this? That's, that's the thing that I think bothers me. Like, I feel like he's so bullshit and how are I don't, people I, not see, seeing- I don't know if he's full of shit. I just think that he's the wrong person for this show. Like, what could he possibly be lying about? Uh, I mean, he's not, if he said, oh yeah, I, I'm really enjoying my time here, then I would be concerned. <laughs> but that's not no, the case. No, but I don't know. I think there's something calculated about, because he knows, I don't know, maybe this is me. Oh, hi. Maybe this is oh. me really reading into everything. Walter just yeah. came into this room. Um, what up, Walt? But anyway, so it's not like I'm recording or anything. It's fine if people just talk through my recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not professional at all anyway. No, it's fine. None. Um, so <laughs> that was bizarre. No, this is what I'm saying. This is me mm -hmm. being major. Like, this is like the most Alex Jones you'll ever hear me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Colloidal silver. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm a patriot. Um, so, uh, no, this is, this is the way I kind of look at it. This, if, if I really want to be conspiratorial, I would say, Greg knows that to be in the top, but to not win Katie, to get Bachelor, you have to be either like you have to have a great story like Dad Michael. Great story. Mm -hmm. Just a lovely human being, you know, a living cardigan or you or you have to like have some reservations and like some torment, but like want to be there but but like as hard as it is i'm dedicated to this process and mm -hmm. like make it sound like a struggle when you're getting all the free alcohol you want and so that's me saying what if it's what if it's all an act what if it's all an act i mean think about I, it that's what you have <laughs> to ask yourself is greg capable of that I would say no. He seems too late. He's got a real slacker vibe. He's like a Kevin Smith character. Oh. Um, but if if you believe that, I mean, you made a convincing Alex Jones argument. I will tell you that. So. <laughs> Just think I've about it. I've seen the log books, and I know Greg was on Epstein's jet the whole time. <laughs> Some, I, these are like the subreddits I agree with where someone said, in general, Greg... Gives me the worst vibes. Dude, same WTF, greasy energy. I hate it. <laughs> greasy energy. Greasy energy. That's what it, it's like. There's just something like too many, too many people have told him he was cute and charming and he's really yeah. internalized it. And why are you so hot on yourself? No, anyway, um, <laughs> now that I, now that I don't have Connor to shit on, what else am I going to do? What are you going to um, do? You got nothing left. See, someone said, I found Greg too performative for me to get on board with him. See, that's what, I don't know. So, oh, see, someone else said, I thought he was genuine, but my boyfriend is convinced he's a sociopath and is putting on an act. I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle. <laughs> right? I don't know. I, I get a What's really What's the middle weird, in, that, in that instance? I, uh, I, 
I don't know. Um, Who could say? Yeah, like uh, um, Patrick Bateman, not in his head. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just, anyway, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I don't know why. I just get very weird vibes off of him. I would not date him personally, and I don't have to, and that's good for me. That is Um, good for you. I also won't be dating him anytime soon. So, uh, Greg, back out of my DMs, pal. Yeah, geez, like shady stuff. Uh, So we get to the group date. It's uh, Justin, Andrew, Blake, Michael, and still you have to say Michael A because there's still two Michaels for now, and Brendan, and Mike the Virgin gets the one-on-one. And here's my favorite part of the entire episode is when Brendan goes to like confront Katie and he puts chapstick on before he walks through the door. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Get that Carmex on dog. And it's like, and it was like, it was, yeah, it could have been Carmex for sure. That shit's addictive. Um, But he just like put it on right before. And I was like, you're not doing anything with those lips, buddy. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> and it was the body language in this scene was so uncomfortable to watch. Oh yeah. She so did not like she was just like how do i i would just wanted to do this at the rose ceremony not deal with this shit right now you know i don't she's know like, how he lasted this you. long it's almost like she got brendan and aaron confused and she's like shit i meant to cut brendan in week five but he stuck right around. yeah that's <laughs> like, what i thought i don't think she has an ounce of chemistry with him and as you know yeah. we discussed previously i mean come on Look at this fucking guy. This you fucking got guy. Rid of, you got rid of Aaron and Trey in the same week and you kept him. That's what I'm saying. That's there's no justice in that. It's not the okay. least interesting man in the world. Right. Well, and that's the other thing, too. Like, you know, I think, you know, with with Greg and Brendan, they're different types of uninteresting. Mm-hmm. And you look at it and I'm just going to I'm going to say one more batch of nice things about Trey and. But, you know, it's like you see someone like him on the show and he's just like flowing with ideas. We we could go salsa dancing. What do you think? And it's like every time they cut to a scene of him and Katie, he's like, here's a, you know, hey, have you ever been to an escape room? Those are pretty fun. You know, and you're like, you Mm -hmm. sound like a great time. And those are the kind (laughs) of dates I like going on. And that's the kind of stuff I like doing. That's the kind of stuff that Tuck and I like doing and talk about doing. Not necessarily an escape room. I don't think he would like that. but. but like pinball or like, yeah, like he learned how to tap dance, like, you know, so it's like, yeah. yes, this is I totally like that stuff. And yeah, when someone just like doesn't even bring up activities and out of nowhere, Brendan's just like, yeah, well, I th- I think we could really just take it all the way to the to the goal. <laughs> and I can see us getting there. And Katie's like, uh-huh. Why? No. <laughs> Have we been watching the same show? I didn't think so. Have a nice life. Um, so that was super awkward. And the group date uh, wasn't much better. So, <laughs> okay. So they do this like Georgia O'Keefe date, right? Yeah. And it's just the same as that other date that Blake was also on. You know, yeah, where it was I- like, hey, Blake, sculpt a penis. Yeah, this is again well trodden territory. It seems like the uh, the creativity is completely dried up uh, since this is still like a semi quarantine bachelorette. 
Uh, they're just out of ideas at this point. Everything has to be reused. Yeah, they're like art date again, but this time with with vagina flowers. Ha ha ha. We love and George O'Keefe. Like, okay, cool. Um, but they actually were really cool pieces. Like I thought that they were really nice. And here's okay, here's another reason I don't like Blake. Why are you so uncomfortable by these portraits, but you can just like endlessly sculpt dicks? Like what why yeah. are you what how immature can you be? To be like, well, that makes me uncomfortable, but I will sculpt a dick all day long. Like, <laughs> what? What? Do you not know your way around? Are you intimidated? What's what's happening? What's happening? Probably. I mean, Ugh. I mean, maybe he's just like, you know, your, your stereotypical young man who has drawn 10,000 penises in his lifetime. And he just he just doesn't have the artistic skill. So it, it saps him he's of like, his confidence. That's just it. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like the scene from Superbad, though. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a lot worse. Um, but anyway, so that was kind of weird that he got like all flustered by that. I was like, really? It's this is in your wheelhouse, I thought, Blake. And he was just like, no, not this part. This this is a bridge too far. And I'm like, OK, I don't you don't make any sense to me. Um, so then they do these art pieces and I will give Michael props because I didn't think he was going to go for it like that. Good for you, Michael. Yeah. I was happy to see that come from him because you just don't expect it. And he's just like, was good. he's like, this is called rear view. And you're like, <laughs> uh, oh, hello. Okay. That sounds great. Um, and then just naughty boy. Yeah. I like that. Justin made like a really nice piece with like some like, you know, comic-y stick figure stuff too and but like blake has like no idea how long it takes to paint something like that does he was just like, to be a problem he was like oh like what is it like he drew like a really good rose but then like everything else just looks like stuff i could draw and i'm like yeah it's called a time limit what are you talking about <laughs> like he didn't have time to sit there and meticulously paint everything but he showed what he can do and then kind of made the rest kind of, you know, representative. I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, whatever. Good job. And then Shut up, um, Blake. Yeah. Justin's a treasure and you're mm, less. Uh <laughs> but then okay, here's the deal. I don't know. Has this has this been revealed on the internet yet? My mom, so my parents were camping and then mm-hmm. they rewatched some of the episode with me last night. And my mom was like, oh, well, we were camping. They were watching it in like their trailer and they had kind of a signal. So it was like really pixely. And she goes, Mm -hmm. oh, I just thought he just painted a black canvas and was just making up stuff that was on it. And I was like, (laughs) no, it was obscene and the whole thing was covered up. (laughs) No part of it could be shown on TV. That's amazing. What? And I said, yeah. And there's a petition going around. Asking to get to see Blake's painting and people are putting up real actual money. Yeah. Let's get the painting. Hashtag reveal the painting. To see the painting. And so far, I don't think there are any pictures, but there's a lot of pictures of the black screen and, you know, I'm being like, Mm -hmm. show us the painting. I don't know. Um, What if he painted his social security number? Have we considered that? Well, he said it's the most intimate thing. So maybe. Yeah. Possible. But it's, he said possible. it's the most intimate thing two people can do. So maybe it's two people exchanging social security cards. Yep. That's got to be. I mean, what could be more intimate? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so that that is pretty funny to me. And uh, OK, so then they kind of do like, I mean, clearly. Oh, 
Also, sorry, I almost jumped over Andrew's painting where he's like, this is sushi. And I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it green? Um, (laughs) He's just like, well, you know, like, I'm going to eat my way to her heart. And I'm like, please don't say anymore. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. Uh, I, just, I don't know what it was. The way he said it was just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, Please so, keep your clunky metaphors to yourself. Yeah, he's just like way too awkward. I just couldn't deal. Uh, anyway, so that was pretty funny. And then then they do some like one on one time. Was there really a winner declared? I don't feel like there was. It I was ju- it was Justin, so. but <laughs> it, was, it was just Justin. <laughs> Justin won. I mean, it's an art date. Justin won, and I really did like his. Um, thank you for your input, Walter. Uh, I really did like his butterfly blue painting. That was really pretty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I it's better than most, I suppose. What don't you like about his paintings? I think they're really good. The, no, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're I not just, like they're not like uh like the the most unique thing you've ever seen. No. I, I think this is a roundabout. I mean, not that I hate art. Let me <laughs> I just don't like art in this context. It just feels like like a half-baked version of like one of those things where you go and uh you know, you get two glasses of wine and then they have you paint something on a canvas. I do like that's like- the level we're talking at. But at that level, did a good job. I do like the wine and paint sessions, but here's the thing. He obviously has a very good career and Mm -hmm. this is something he does. That's like therapeutic. And I also bet he does stuff that's edgier than this based on the little cartoony things that he did. I bet that this is like, he's putting his most commercially. Now this is me just guessing. And now I'm like double checking, but (laughs) I would guess that he's putting some of his most like commercially acceptable stuff mm-hmm. on um the show. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he had more more than that, you know? Don't you think? I'd be interested to see his stuff. Okay. Has he ever like posted anything? Well, that's or? what I'm looking for right now. His favorite artist, and this is one I this is I thought this was um what he said. His favorite artist of all time is Basquiat. So it's not like oh. he's like a like a pedestrian. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like trying to find and also his last name is Glaze. So I'm surprised he's a painter and not a potter. Anyway, um <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> Justin Glaze. Um yeah, there's definitely some cooler paintings. Like there's a painting that he did of a building that looks really this is a really cool one. Of like, um, of like, uh, it's like him, and then there's like butterflies and roses. I think are just part of stuff he does already. I don't think it was mm-hmm. necessarily because of the Bachelorette, because this was a year ago that he posted it. Um, and it's like a picture of of like I think it's supposed to be like a self portrait, and like his back, and then like there's roses and a butterfly, and it says, "Just because I carry it well doesn't mean it ain't heavy." Huh. It's really beautiful. Like uh, there's he has a lot of really cool paintings of like bodies and shapes and stuff. And they're very pretty. Like they're very cool. Like so, yeah, he does some commercially stuff. But um, ooh, he customized some shoes with sharks on them. They're cool, too. Um, and he does like, you know, portraits for people's like birthdays or anniversaries or whatnot. 
he's much more talented than what you're seeing on. Should, the should show. I commission a piece from him? <laughs> well, I bet his price is going up pretty fast. Here, yeah, do you want me to send? True. I'm going to send you this link through Zencaster chat so you can see it. Um, but I think Ooh. his if you go to his Instagram, Justin Glaze, like his stuff's pretty good, and he also he's got some other. I mean. He he doesn't just do one thing. I think he's just doing the roses on the show because he's been doing the roses yeah. on the show. But yeah, he just like good. This print is good. making. Yeah, he's like legitimately good. So anyway, I didn't I didn't want any Justin slander on this show. I wasn't gonna let that stand. Um, <laughs> Look no, at his art, Steve. Appreciate him. Yeah, he's legitimately good. Like he. I just had a feeling. I didn't look into it until just now, but I just had like this weird feeling. Like I feel like he probably does i mean he's obviously does this on the side but he i think he could be good enough to not just do it on the side mm-hmm. and um and it's clearly therapeutic for him which is really cool and i love the piece of like the woman like kind of like she's back to the camera like hunched over like you can see her spine and stuff it sounds weird but it's like a very cool like vulnerable type of a painting mm-hmm. um so, and that was like uh, 137 weeks ago, if you want to look. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think he's go. really, I think he's really cool. I thought it was sweet of him to paint something for her. And if I was Katie, I'd be like, that's so cool. I'll keep it even if I don't pick you, which I won't. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, this was really sweet. So she has some time with dad, Michael, and, you know, oh, you're wonderful, he says. He, the, the, he words good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He just is so good with words and like, and I like that Katie said, you know, I just want to let you know that every time I give you a rose, I also give it to James. I thought that was very sweet. That was very sweet. She's like, she's good with all the guys with this stuff. Like she has, it it seems like as far as like life circumstances, she seems to have very few non-negotiables. She's like, oh, you have a child. I will love him forever as I love you. And then it's like, oh, you play football and have to travel a lot and put yourself at risk and we'll make it work. And it's like, come on, like you yeah, don't have one thing where you're like, I don't know. And she's I like feel very like supportive. Yeah. She's super supportive. But also, you know, when these guys get cut, it makes me wonder if she's like initially supportive, then she takes a step back and goes, Well, I don't know about that. Ah, you won't be coming with me next week, but you left with a good impression of me. No, I don't know. I mean, I guess I relate to Katie a lot and, um, I feel like I'm a lot like her. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. uh, she's definitely one of the most like me bachelorettes there's ever been. Mm -hmm. And I'm very like flexible in terms of like where I live and stuff and what the other person in my life is doing because I'm so busy doing my own thing and it's not really dependent on location. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I mean, that's like why we moved across the state to begin with. Cause I was like, I could actually live anywhere and do anything. So if there's a place you'd like Mm -hmm. to live to be closer to family or, to explore a career or whatever, like I'm game for it. So let's just do it. And then we did it, you know? So that's kind of how I hear Katie. If she, I mean, so that's what I would hope at least if she's like, well, yeah, the things that I like aren't dependent on place. And I want the person that I'm with to be interested in their own things. And because Mm -hmm. I've got my own things going on, 
and I could see myself living in various situations. And like, I don't know, when I would start dating people, I think about, well, what would my life look like with them? And I envision it past the point that maybe some other people do, because I really want to know if I can see it. Yeah. And if I can't, and I can see myself in a lot of situations. So if I can't see myself in your situation, that means that I'm not interested. So that was kind of always my way of gauging if I was actually interested. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I was like, Mm, I don't want to drive that far or, oh, you do that every Saturday or, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, I'm clearly not interested because when I'm interested, I'm like, oh, cool. Um, You know, maybe I won't go. But I go sometimes or like I can make that work. I can figure that out. Like it's Mm -hmm. the even if the answer is the same, maybe the outlook is different. And that tells me something. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. I don't know. So really, you're, you're a cross between Katie and Connor Brennan, right? I feel that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, oh, Connor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, it was interesting, that conversation with Andrew. Um, this was kind of huge, too, that he was like, I'm ready to give up the one thing in my life that's giving me purpose, and I will feel a void when it's gone. And yeah, that's I a want- little much. I mean, yeah. And I wonder if she didn't bring him through to hometowns because she was worried she couldn't live up to that. And she was worried that she like she didn't want someone to make such a big decision for her. Yeah. And also, I mean, I I wouldn't trust that because it's not like she ever expressed like disinterest. You know, she wasn't like, oh, that that's the one thing. And he was just like, I love you so much. I will give this up. He was just like throwing it out there like please pick me i will i will destroy everything else that i love in my life to be with you it's like why don't you pump the fucking brakes man you don't have to like kill yourself to be with her she's not asking for that thankfully (laughs) yeah that's the thing i think that was the thing that was hard there and i mean andrew's growing on me a little bit um (laughs) sorry andrew uh but you know yeah it was interesting to hear him be like yeah i would be willing to be done and And I was like, well, I hope Katie says that she doesn't want him to be done. And then when she said, well, if we have to live in two places in a year, so be it. I was like, that's the right answer. But yeah, I I was very surprised that he even said that. So that to me, like, yeah, it's weird because it's like, I would rather someone come to me and say, hey, this is a big part of my life. Um, I'll probably, you can't do this forever. I'll probably be done with it in a couple of years. Is that something you feel like you could commit to for a couple years or like Mm -hmm. deal with and i'd be like yeah that's totally like i'm busy totally reasonable yeah (laughs) so that's totally cool and this is yeah like she was saying this is your dream job and it's got a specific window to it so you've got to just do it in that window and i'm not going to stop you you know Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how i would hope someone would present that to me and yeah i was like oh that's that to me is like a red flag in terms of if you're ready to give that up now, but you're also saying that that would leave a void in your life. What I would worry about is like, would you resent me down the line and be like, and use it as like a, like a thing to hold over my head. I'm not saying, yeah, would do this. I gave I'm just up saying, such and such for yeah, you. Yeah. And now I, this, mm-hmm. that's something I would worry about, you know? And not saying that he would do it because I have no evidence that he would do that. But I'm saying that would be something that I would be worried about. So that was 
That was pretty intense, but Dad Michael got the rose. And I, I actually said uh, during this part, I said, if he doesn't get the rose at this group date, like, I don't even get it. <laughs> yeah. And then he got it. And I was like, all right, the universe makes somewhat some <laughs> sense. And okay. And then we get to Virgin Mike, who is amazingly even more delusional than Brendan. This is, he's another one where it's just yeah. like, why is he here? I, See, whatever she's saying, I'm not seeing it. You let Trey and Aaron go home and you left these two and Mm -hmm. we could have had another week of just really great, loyal, awesome, interesting men. And instead you left us with a virgin and a Canadian. Yeah. And it's not that the virgin is bad and he's certainly not bad because he's a virgin, but he he is basically Norman Bates at the end of the day. Let's be honest with (laughs) ourselves. He is so fucking weird. Everything he just about him is like, weird. Say anything or do he's he's just like I will say though. Okay, I did say this last night. I feel like out of all the virgins we've had though, he's like one of the most normal because he's not like aggro or a stalker. Yeah, there's so, that, but he's just like he's just a ball of nervous energy and yeah. self doubt and weirdness and everything he does and everything he says says and all of his body language i'm just like fucking stop you're being creepy and fucking weird and i don't like it and also when when she when katie had her thing where she was just like oh i don't want any of the guys to jerk off in the house this is my fun thing that i've decided on and then his response was that's okay i've been practicing for this my whole life so i believe that he believes that you're only a virgin if you don't jerk off or have sex. What the fuck? Yeah. It's, I can't see with Mike. <laughs> no, that is a really good point. That was very strange that he said that. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about the thing that Blake said. He goes, um, <laughs> what's the quote exactly? He's like, oh, it's just weird. Like Mike P is so buy a book and Katie is not buy a book. And I was like, Blake, you buy a book. <laughs> Because you don't even know the fucking saying. Yeah. So buy Why you, a book. But read a fucking book, Blakey. Buy a book and read it. And it can't have pictures. Yeah. Classic Ameri- American turns of phrase and idioms. That's that's a yeah. good book for you. Stop just looking at the pictures of Nat Geo and fucking read something. Um, <laughs> there are features in those <laughs> magazines. Like, uh, anyway. Blake says that words are just pictures he doesn't understand yet. <laughs> He's like, they're hieroglyphics. Um, (laughs) Those are like pictures. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, Blake, you dumb dumb. So, no, I actually think he's probably very smart when it comes to matters of animals. Yeah. But it doesn't translate to people or art, clearly. So we meet Cuddle Queen Jean. (laughs) Oh, boy. And we're going to have a cuddle date with the virgin. And, okay, here's why I was going to say that Mike is delusional, though. He goes hometowns are the easy part and i'm like say that you've never seen the bachelor without saying you've never seen the bachelor you think hometowns? everyone looked at him like what and he's like yeah i mean at that point you just coast and they're like no you no, don't, you don't. you're That's literally you introducing dad okay <laughs> yeah like oh you're, you're gonna introduce a thousand different weird variables that could fuck anything up at any point like you could have the strongest relationship and then all of a sudden your sister's like well I don't know. <laughs> and then the whole <laughs> yeah. thing just crashes. And then and your burns. mom's like, hey, we're going to go bury a dove in the backyard. Yeah. And your yeah. dad's like, I made this meal with mung beans. 
And also, mm -hmm. I abandoned you for 20 years. Yeah. Um, now, for me, if, if you're going to meet my family, uh, especially after, God, how many weeks? Six weeks or whatever? Are you kidding me? Like, no. You you need, it's a several months of preparation. There's probably a binder. <laughs> There's all kinds of information that you need to know. And then you have to promise me that you will understand these psychotic people are simply related to me and not a reflection of who I am as a person. There should be I a really, waiver, I think. I really wish I had had a binder to know what I was walking into because I did not. But I did have one other person who was outside the situation with me, also mm -hmm. an only child. And we both locked eyes and went, yes, this is not normal. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> we're in this together. Uh, so that's also helpful. So, okay, Cuddle Queen Jean and... So this was, yeah, this whole thing was weird because it was just like, do this position. I'll do this position. Isn't that cute? Don't you feel great? And I'll stretch. And, he's, and he was just like, I'm going to die, you know. Um, <laughs> and Katie's like, it's a hard decision to want to send you home. And I'm like, is it? I think it's pretty easy, especially when, when Jean, the cuddle queen of the cuddle sutra, is just like, oh, they have this terrible nervous energy because they don't love each other. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's pretty right. obvious it's, here. It's like, also, he's just not experienced at all. Nope. So this was like, uh, I mean, it wasn't even fun to watch. You know, it was just like, I don't want to watch this. I don't. I just want to be done. Yeah. So that was what happened there. And so now... We're basically at the end. I don't know. This is like one of those these these episodes right before hometowns can be like really dramatic and a lot can happen or very little can happen. And mm -hmm. I feel like they never pace these quite right. Anyway, or this was just a very boring episode to me. Um, so we get to like, you know, rose ceremony time. And. We find that she picks Blake, Justin, Greg and Michael. Mm -hmm. And I was like. That's pretty solid. I got to say, I mean, two out of four is good. And so I was happy. And then Andrew leaves and she's upset. And now I'm just like, wait, when does the running after Andrew part come? And so then I'm just distracted till the end of the episode because I'm like, well, when does she run after Andrew? When does that happen? Does that change anything? Oh, also, I forgot to mention, ah, damn, I forgot to mention the whole Blake thing when he was like, I don't, I'm not in love with you. It was oh, yeah. really not that big of a deal. <laughs> he it's said fine. It, he said it in like a totally normal way that like is not bad. And he got into in his own head about it, but it really wasn't bad. No. And also completely anyway. reasonable. And he yes. probably shouldn't be at this point. So it's fine. Yeah. He's like, the I'm normal so thing about you, you, Blake. I'm, yeah, he's like, I'm in for you. I'm not in love with you, but just trust me. And I was like, but that's like a very normal thing to say. More normal mm -hmm. than most of the men on the show. So I actually thought that that was a very good thing to say. Anyway, so almost forgot about that. But then the next day, Justin shows up. And okay, so this part was a little confusing to me. I'm just trying to make sense of it in my brain. So she's mm -hmm. crying. She's upset. She's worried. She feels like maybe she made a mistake. Next day, Justin's outside and is like going to say bye for like closure. But also he writes a little note that says, if you change your mind, I'll be here. Mm -hmm. And then she comes and chases after him, but it's just to give him a hug. Yeah. Like, thank you for being here, even though I don't want you here. It's weird. It's odd. 
right? Was that all super confusing to you as well? It was it was strange. And I okay. know that like she's she's been struggling because she she really has. Like Katie's had great guys on her season compared to previous seasons I feel like, of the Bachelor. Yeah, she's been pretty relatively yeah. like fortunate. Yeah. And she's built strong relationships with a lot of guys. And yeah. you know, there's there's a there's another world where with a different cast of dudes, Andrew's an easy winner. Um, but that's not the case. So I, I think it's just her processing things and feeling weird about how this show works and just trying to deal with shit. And, but I, I was expecting a come on back buddy moments, uh, but I guess well, not. And his eyes lit up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And that was actually like, I actually thought the goodbye was, and this is going to sound so bad. I'm really sorry, Andrew, that I warmed up to you at the very last moment. <laughs> Cause I thought this was all very sweet, you know? Well, and also, I do really appreciate because, of course, this is getting harder and Katie's got to say goodbye to really good dudes. And she said goodbye to a lot of really good dudes already. And it Mm -hmm. just it's inevitable because there's only going to be one left. You know, this isn't this isn't sister wives, you know, like we got (laughs) to, you know, got to pick one. And um, so it it gets harder and harder. And I don't always feel that way about the show, but I do Mm -hmm. feel that way about this season. Like, yeah, it's legitimately getting harder and harder and you're inevitably going to let go of some really good guys. And even though I don't like the stance Andrew took in the debate, in the great debate of the house. And I think if you don't side with Trey and Aaron, you're on the wrong side of bachelorette history. I still think, He's a good dude. They agreed to disagree. I think they handled the disagreement very well. I didn't like the fake accent, but I really liked their date. I thought their date was one of the cutest dates that's ever been on the show. And I thought it was cute that he did like a callback to that mm-hmm. later. I thought that was very sweet. I think he's a really good guy. He's been through a lot. He's very thoughtful. He seems to be in tune with his emotions. Um And so I know it was hard for Katie to, and she said, like, I couldn't come to your family and, you know, and like take you, get all the way to hometowns with you and then like Mm -hmm. let you down because I knew it wasn't going there. And that's very hard to do. Yeah. But mature, which is nice. I thought, I thought the, the breakup talk was very good. Um, but yeah, the running after him just to give him a hug, I was like, I don't know. I felt bad for him. Because <laughs> he yeah, looks it, like, oh, what? And then she's like, I just really wanted to give you a hug. And she's crying. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, that's it. Just a little hugaroo, nothing else. Yeah. And he, like, not that I don't, I hate the whole friend zoned idea. I think that sucks, but mm-hmm. it felt a little like that anyway. Um, just a little. Just a little bit. So, okay. So next week. Is this when Michael flounces, do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, one of two things is going to happen next week. We've been teased with some sort of Greg explosion, although this season has really done some drama manufacturing at, at a whole new level. So uh, potential for a uh, Greg meltdown of some sort, um, finally coming to terms with the fact that he can't be the mopey boy, he's got to mope somewhere else, or maybe uh, Michael A's, kid tugs at his heartstrings why don't you love me anymore daddy and then he goes <laughs> home so one of those two things very possible and then it just looks like 
Blake just skates to a victory. I, I don't I don't you see really a think scenario. Blake's gonna win. I I, ha- I have it. It's in my head, it's in my heart. I believe it. I believe it's what the producers want. Huh. I I think that he has the path of least resistance. He has nothing holding him back. So He's it's just like a um, in love. It's like uh uh oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. I want to say it was also Hannah. Um the model um you know Madison and then Oh yeah. Was it Hannah? Yes, the but blonde she had Hannah? like do you remember who I'm talking about? I think I think wait, you're talking about Madison season, right? I'm talking about Madison, like Madison and Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pilot and Pete. Sure. He, he also picked um that other person. Mm-hmm. And I thought her name was Hannah. Wasn't it Hannah? Yes, I think okay. so. I'm 99% okay. sure. Oh my gosh, I'm like but I feel like she had two first names. Oh. Hannah, Hannah Ann. Ann. Hannah Ann. There we go. There it Hannah is. Hannah Ann. Yeah. Hannah so Ann. So it kind of feels like, because remember, you you always felt like Hannah Ann had the path of least resistance. I mean, path although that resistance. was kind of a messed up season. But mm-hmm. I mean, Pete sucks. Um. Anyway, so let's close this out with our favorite dad joke, because that's what Greg did. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I got to tell you about this. I had the weirdest dream last night. Was it about Greg? No, I dreamt that I was a car muffler. That's bizarre. Isn't that weird? I woke up exhausted. <laughs> da, 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 that's my favorite dad oh, joke. 10 out of 10. Credit to my friend Joe for telling me that joke like years and years ago. <laughs> I'm totally going to use that one. It's I a am. good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite dad joke? I, I don't have one that's as good as that. Like that. I, I, I Nothing I can say will, will ever top that. <laughs> All right. Well, then we you don't have to try because I, I we got to wrap this up anyway. So we'll see you all next week for the dramatic uh, continuation of The Bachelorette and Hometowns. And until then, be safe and uh, get less greasy energy in your life. Yeah. And don't do needle drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, 8 at 8 p.m. on the dot. That is impressive. Do, 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 do. Okay, everyone, we are gonna go.